Good morning, fellow students, and welcome back to another episode of Legacy Weapon, your guide to legacy format. I am Jamie. I am Drew. And we have, once again, our special guest, Kate. Hello. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Yay. Thank you for coming back. So we are here to talk about – what do you guys want to talk about? Preferably uh, mud coast, but uh, I like whiskey, ooh. uh, glass, long walks on the beach. Cancel the show. Ooh. We're talking about whiskey. We're talking about whiskey. <laughs> I'm, Scott- I'm sitting in front of a Woodford Reserve. So, mm. all, right. Uh, all right. Well, I, I, I don't know if my microphone cord will reach all the way to my scotch. I, I might have to try. I, I might right. have to try. It's so, it's so close. Uh, well, if if we can't all have scotch, maybe we should talk about mud post instead. It wouldn't be fair. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So we're going to talk about 12 posts some more. Uh, Kate is still our resident expert, and we want to get, dig a little deeper. So uh, do you want to get started? Yeah, let's go. All right. So we talked about kind of what the deck does. Uh, what, what would you say would be a reason to pick up 12 posts? What type of person would enjoy 12 posts? Um, why would somebody want to try it? Well, I really like Mud Post because it's a deck that grows with you. Um, it was originally the reason my fiancé handed me the deck. He met me, for those of you who don't know, uh, my fiancé, Aaron Kazanica, met me at a Legacy tournament. I hadn't Ooh. been playing Legacy super long, and I was on Affinity because I have the biggest lady boner for artifacts. <laughs> I love playing them. I think they're a lot of fun. They're really versatile. And I feel like most players, in some sense, like artifacts. They're like... A, I feel like a really crucial part to the game, especially like formats like Legacy. Um, mm-hmm. But he handed it to me because he knew he loved, I loved artifacts, but he also realized it's a great deck to grow with. Um, it has a lot of very straightforward play for a new player. Um, but it also, um, as you get better and better, has a lot of nuances. Um, and it gives you the ability to kind of personalize it. A lot of decks in Legacy... Um, you know, you might not play the same exact 75 as other people playing your archetype, but you're going to be playing a very similar list, most likely. Um, Mud Post has a lot of different variants, and it has a lot of room to play around with, which I think is really important when you're a new player to a format. You have to find what works for you, um, and Mud Post gives you a lot of options with that. Yeah, um, it seems kind of like it, it's almost like, here are the 20 cards you need to work. Here's 10 cards to screw with your opponent. Go pick 30 cards you like, almost. Not, not right, quite, but almost. sort of. Not, not completely, but to a certain extent, definitely. Um, other players who are like it, if you like, um, you know, locking out your opponent, most mud brews are prison decks uh, in a way. I mean, you're playing things like Chalice of the Void, and you're playing Trinisphere. So it's important to remember that if you don't like prison decks, it's probably not going to be the deck for you. <laughs> Yeah, um, but no, I I really do like that the the uh, ability to make it how you want. You know, we talked about some decks that are kind of like that, like Maverick, that almost can be whatever you want them to be. But some decks, like Elves, where with the exception of the two variants we talked about, you know, the big spiciness is is your scavenging ooze in the main or in the side. Oh, you're so creative! Like that's <laughs> it, right. It, yeah. It's mo- it's mostly the same. That said, go check out Julian. He's playing with Nissa Vital Force yeah. in Legacy. And winning with it because he's just sure. really good. So he's, that he, might be part of why. Yeah, yeah, might be part of why. But um, so uh, okay. Well, what as far as like the spiky tournamentness? What type of meta games do you think 
12 post really works well in? Uh, what types of matchups do you hope to see? Which ones you kind of hope not to see? Well, unlike 98% of legacy players, I love sending across for miracles. Yeah. Um, the matchup isn't as favored um, as it used to be because of the Nihiri combo and Monastery Mentor, but it's still mm-hmm. very much favored to Mud Post. Um, you're not running a lot of spells that they can counter, um, yeah. especially with their counterbalance. Their counterbalance is <laughs> literally worthless. Um, and uh, Mud yeah, Post does really well. To see if you've got an eight. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Mud Post does really well at the long game, right? So so Miracles is all about playing the long game, right? They just want to force and jace and counterbalance you out until they can, like, either entreat for a big number or ultimate Nahiri or, you know, sometimes they do the Rest in Peace combo or they're trying to go out with Monastery Mentor, which involves them casting a lot of spells. Well, you're running Trinisphere, so they're probably not casting a lot of spells. And you're also running Chalice, which you're probably dropping at one against them. So they're not casting their Swords to Plowshare to get rid of your creatures. And they're not casting um, Brainstorm to dig. Also, if you have uh, Trinisphere out, Force of Will, even if you're pitching a card, still costs three mana. So you've really got them tied down. And yeah, it gives them time to dig and build up mana to entreat for whatever. But you don't really care about that because, A, they have to pass turn. So you're either going to Ugin and wipe their board or you're going to cast Owl's Dust. Also, they can't do anything about your Emrakul. You know, both decks are very much about inevitabilities, but the difference between uh, Miracles and Mud Posts is, well, I mean, there's a lot, but uh, in terms of the win common inevitability. None of the same cards. <laughs> right, right. But the, the really important, the really important difference is that Mud Post inevitability is Emrakul, yeah. which there none of their win cons are better than than Emrakul. I mean, I used to run uh, Sponshire of Ulamaw. Is it Sponshire that has the like pay twenty? Pay you twenty catch and yeah, yeah. Stuff in I used to run that in my sideboard <laughs> to play against Miracles because like every once in a while you get that really obnoxious Miracles player that won't scoop. Uh, but like when you're putting you know eldrazi conscription on your emrakul like <laughs> and like lightning greaves like it's time for you to scoop your cards up <laughs> yes oh boy uh. um other other matchups that are really favored um i feel like a lot of matchups end up being 50 50 uh lands i've seen is super popular right now mm-hmm. if you drop that one pithing needle you are you are unless they combo out super fast you are good to go friend because the only thing they really have against you is waste lock mm-hmm. right okay. so um other than that it's pretty it's pretty strong deck against against lands um you're running I mean, a lot you, of you could just chalice on two at that point right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and if you have um there's there's a lot of ways you're on the deck i mean you'll put a wasteland or you put a pitting needle down on wasteland and then you put a pitting needle down on um Thespian stage, and then you drop a chalice at two, and they're just going to sit there and be real, real can't sad. Do, yeah, they can't do anything at that point. Yeah, no. And you're running three to four pithing needle minimum. Right. Like if you're running less than three pithing needle, you're probably not playing mud posts. Right. Um. So it's really just like deer lands get wrecked. Yeah. Um, but but if you don't mull appropriately, um, it can get very tough. Um, on the plus side, if you get out an early metal worker um, and they don't have punishing fire, um, that's another way for you to go off 
really quickly. Uh, I've definitely won against lands multiple times because I didn't have the pitting needle, but I went Ancient Tomb, Grim Monolith, Metalworker, Go, right. and they played, you know, something, Exploration, I didn't even care what, right? right? Played a couple lands, and Is then I... Is it a turn I... one pithing, uh, Punishing Fire? No? Okay, then. Oh, yeah. right. Which, I mean, there's a lot of decks that if I get Metalworker out, you don't kill it. Well, bye. It's more bye, bye, Birdie. Yeah. If I have four artifacts in hand and one of those is a staff domination you're dead it is over <laughs> yeah 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 um so but the things the the downside is it things like storm or really aggro decks um can be really tough if if the deck is designed to win in less than three turns and it's all about little little baby spells and you don't have chalice it's tough so so storm can be great because turn one chalice at one go Mm-hmm. Turn to Trinisphere Go. They're <laughs> not going to do anything that game. Yeah. But if you don't do that, um, then you're going to lose. And that's what I, I think most people have to learn about Mud Post. It's all about the mulligans. Um, the deck, when it loses, 90% of the times it's losing to it itself. Mm-hmm. Right? It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't lose to other decks super often. It, mm-hmm. but it it often loses to itself because just that it doesn't do anything right so if you get mana flooded or mana screwed or you just don't draw stuff (laughs) sorry um then it's really it's really very much on you there's no there's nothing you can do about it now i brewed quite a bit and i i have a few lists i run with more card draw with things like el hamrit's archive um There's, there's like a yeah. no no it, it, it's it's totally it. legitimate but it's it's just another example of this card is unplayable oh except wait when mana costs is not an issue well that's a pretty good effect sure i'll play this yeah, yeah. 12 drop I, sure it's very easy to make a very large amount of mana very very early so there there are very few cards that you very few colorless cards you can't run in mud post i honestly can't really think of any i mean i'm sure they might be bad like i'm not going to go play mishra's war factory by any means bottle but, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time like things like bottled cloister um i played oh what's that card uh instead of drawing a card you exile it and you can cast it uba mask uba mask oh, yeah. is oh yeah sideboard tech in a lot of uh mud post uh legacy decks like you get to really have some fun uh when you are when you are putting together mud posts i for a while in just my local meta what's the name of the card um it's when you can name a spell when it's cast and if if that person draws that card damage is dealt to them oh like um oh um, oh it's uh i can see the art it's like green yeah yeah we're on the same page here yeah it's, it's some kind of um Booby trap or something. Booby yeah, trap. that's it. Booby trap. Booby trap. Booby trap. Yeah. Thank you. We were on the same page. I appreciate what, that. Yeah, what a card. Tra- I have run booby trap. And you know how much fun that card is? 100%. <laughs> you put that card down, name Miracles. Or name, I'm sorry, name Brainstorm against any deck. Oh, yeah. it feels so good. Right. feels so good. Oh, gosh. You know it's there. That, yeah. That sounds good. That sounds so good. <laughs> it feels so good. Like, I can't even put into words how great that is. I mean... I, I forget. I forget if I said it last time, but in, in some ways, this actually—I mean, in more than some ways—but in some ways, it is like Eldrazi. I mean, that because of the soul lands and because of lands that effectively for you make more than one mana, you can play a lot of cards that look terrible, 
Because if oh, they yeah. oh, if they only cost two mana, all of a sudden they become very, very good. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, Booby Trap, I can cast on turn two. And I can name anything but a basic land card, right? So I can name yeah. I can name a land. So if you draw a volcanic island, I'm doing ten damage to you. Not yeah. play, not cast. Just draw, draw, right? Just draw. And it, yeah. the only thing I can't name is a basic land, right? And it yeah. does ten damage. Okay, I'm gonna name brainstorm. I'm gonna name force well. It doesn't matter what I name. I pick a four of that's in your deck, right? And then hope you draw one. Ten damage. Yeah. And it, in my deck, like the smallest, the smallest. Uh, attack creature because I'm not going to include metal worker that you run is worm coil engine ten right. damage a, a really tiny guy you know you. yeah, yeah. Well, well, and that, that, that's the I thing mean, a, lot, a lot of things where it's like you know would you play a seven seven for seven in legacy no would you play a seven seven for one mana yes that sounds <laughs> wonderful I'll be happy to do that now right. that mana is no longer an issue and you yeah. can just run all of them now have you ever seen a staff of nin or nim or whatever it's called I know that sees play yeah. actually in vintage. I have played it, and it does see some fringe play. Uh, that's why I love Mud Post because we all, all us crazy Mud Post players, are definitely always testing new ideas. I've run it. Um, it's a good card, but there are way better options. Um, I really I got- prefer things like Bottled Cloister because it's really good in the bug matchups. Like mm-hmm. uh, it'll keep Liliana from eating your hand. It just right. and it's it's four mana, so it can't get abrupt decayed. Um, the only thing that really hits it is uh, Council's Judgment, and it sucks if they hit it while your hand is in it because then your hand gets exiled. Yeah. But <laughs> but the big but to that is. If you're playing Mud Post and you're dropping that card, most likely you've already cast most of your hand. So yeah. you're probably not losing anything anyway. And if you are, it's probably only one or two cards. And while that sucks, it's not the end of the world. Unless yeah. for some reason yeah. you have like Kozilek and Emrakul under there, which I sure as hell hope that never happens. Yeah. Why did you, know, you play your good. Cloister? Why did right. you play your Bottle? Stop doing that. You're, doing, right. you're yeah, playing right. it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Maybe your metal okay. worker got killed, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I guess if you mulligan to three, and those are your three, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, now, who, you, you said people who don't like uh, prison decks would want to avoid it. What metas, what player types, who would not want to pick up this deck? Ooh, um, if you are into winning on turn two every time, like, if you're traditionally someone who's a Storm player, you're not going to like this. Mm. Uh, because, the, like I said, this deck's about inevitabilities. And while it can definitely win in the first couple turns, I mean, I I mean, showing the infinite combo on, on turn two, people often will scoop their cards up and say, next game. Um, <laughs> and you probably can win on that turn or at least come close enough to it that they don't care anymore, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, if you if you want to play a storm deck, then that's this isn't for you. Um, if you really like Force of Will, um, I'd say consider it. It's a deck worth considering. President Control are definitely very different, though. So mm-hmm. um, I'd say take some take some deep thoughts. Um, and if you're into super aggro plants, like if you if you're like elves or you want to cast like a hundred little creatures, um, yeah. And get things out that way. I mean, personally, I think elves and mud posts are super slim- similar, so maybe that's a mm-hmm. bit of a bad example. But like goblins, um, mm-hmm. you know, if that's all you want to do is like be super aggro, this isn't for you either. It's not an aggro deck. 
It's I lock you down and then cast something giant. There definitely I feel like need to have force of will as like a safety blanket. You know, just well, and, you and, don't... and there's players who there's players who basically think if you're playing a deck without four brainstorms and four force of will, you're doing it wrong. That there's there's a yeah. right way to play legacy and it's you have to start with those eight cards. Well, hey, but... if you hate those cards, this is definitely a deck for you. Because <laughs> right. you play Chalice at one and then they can't cast Brainstorm, and then you play Trinosphere, and all of a sudden, even if they're pitching a card, their force of will still costs three. So they have to exile a card, pay a life, and pay three mana. So So a, a bad version of cancel? That's awesome, actually. I love, <laughs> yes. I, I love that. I love turning it into cancel, but worse. Yes. Speaking of which, have you guys seen the new uh, counterspell that they came out with? That actually looks the three mana counterspell. I don't think it's going to see legacy play, but I'm. It's not green. I know. I. I don't think I'll see legacy play, but I'm still really excited. That's that's void slime was perfect, so I'm kind of sad that it's now strictly worse, but. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's fun. I have a I have a glittering wish deck in modern that can get that like every every time I see a multicolored card I'm like ooh I could glittering wish for that. Uh, so I can't glittering wish for the new card. I could glittering wish uh, for void slime, that's, which is probably that's one of those a bad things idea. where like this is one of the, I'm I'm being one of those people on on message boards right now who say well it's not strictly better because if these four cards are on the battlefield then that's not as good. And it's like these four cards that see zero competitive play. I'm, I'm, true, I'm being that true. guy. Like no one plays Glitter Wish. True. You're the reason we can't have nice things. That's yes, all I'm saying. I, I know. I am. That said, Glittering Wish, I mean, it's not really, it doesn't, it doesn't see any legacy play, does it? Uh, you have Glittering like, Wish? You have, no. You have good wishes yeah. in legacy. There's no reason to play that. Yeah. The only reason to play it yeah. is because you're in modern and that's the only wish that's legal. Okay. Well, it's and not I like you're saying. really janky, janky cards and. And I that's, mean, I that, played Illumis Wealth Bug Tron yeah. in Modern, so I played the Jank, and I don't even think Glittering Wish she's playing. No. I, I, well, I, I'm bringing my 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 Glittering Wish to the to the GP, and hopefully, I'll get to play in some side events or something with it. Um, it'll be, it'll be awesome. Yes, yes. We, we've talked about it a little bit, but uh, um, what we can talk about at the end, the, the GP and everything. All right, uh, is there anything more, um, kind of strategy wise, kind of? tricks of the trade um uh or, or uh sideboard things things you don't want to see things the people who are fighting against 12 posts should be aware of and wait how they should play differently what, what else should we try to pass on to the listeners well i say if you're playing mud post please learn to count your mana very carefully mm. i have seen on camera play there's someone who was top at eight <laughs> on camera at a very large legacy event a couple of years ago who kept over tapping their mana for no reason uh, and it was like absolutely infuriating to me yeah. um so and i see that a lot so my first piece of advice is is learn to count your mana there's there is a little bit of math with this deck because you know this land's tapping for four and this one taps for one and my metal worker can make eight you know right um and my eye of Ugin makes my spell cost two less so just mm-hmm. keep that in mind while you're playing that you have a lot of a lot of spells to cast. Also remember if there are lightning greaves on your metal worker, you cannot target it with your staff of domination. Yeah. <laughs> Just a note mm-hmm. out there. Um very important to remember. Um for people playing against mud posts, oh god. Um you, you don't want to tell them the tech. You, you, you should know. tell them, definitely play Miracles. Definitely play Miracles. <laughs> yeah, play Miracles. No, I am anti... You guys, 
I'm sure anyone who's read my articles has read my multiple articles about why counterbalance should be banned, even though I play decks that it doesn't affect. So uh, I definitely don't want to tell people to play Miracles, but I will tell them um, Wasteland is your friend, but it also doesn't win you this game as much as you think it does, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if I have Pithing Needle. Unless you are on a deck that is like lands where you can waste multiple times a turn and you've got loam and you've got exploration like wasteland is nice and it will slow me down um and i'm not saying to cut it but it's also not gonna 100 percent beat my deck every time um what's, always what's the, what's the first wasteland target any just like cloud post on site cloud is post. that that's cloud the post, way to go period cloud okay. post Cloud post, cloud post. There's no other questions in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Easy enough. Uh, and, or I guess if for some reason I have a lot of mana, um, I have Ugin, I guess, if I can't like use it that turn. Right. I mean, if it's going to drop you from like 12 mana to nine mana to get rid of your cloud post, like maybe don't bother. But, right. Uh, it's not even just that. It's like if I have twelve mana but no cards in hand. Right. Then obviously and I don't have any eye. big yeah. baddies on the board. Like you're gonna want to kill the eye of Ugin. Right. Right. You know, right. I like I said, I don't have card draw a lot of card draw, and I don't have a lot of card selection. So, right. Uh, you really want to keep me off of that. Um, definitely, pretty much always kill the metal worker. Yep. Um, always kill the metal worker and never let it lose summoning sickness. Yeah. Because it. It won't kill you, but it will make me kill you. Yeah. Um, those are the big... I see so many people who are like, ah, I can let it live one more turn. No, you can't. <laughs> and also, just remember, you can't respond to me activating Metal Worker right. because it's a mana ability. Mm-hmm. Right. You can respond yeah. to me maybe untapping it to activate it again, <laughs> but I'm still going to get a boatload of mana from the first merry-go-round. It's right? probably too late. Yeah. Right, so you you want to kill it ASAP because you can't kill it in response to me tapping it. That right. that is a mana ability. You can't name it with um, Phyrexian Revoker mana ability. Right, right, right. So yeah, yeah. Phyrexian no, um, Revoker is just a non-land permanent. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it's pith- it's pithing needle. needle. Pithing needle work. Yeah, yeah. I've got Aaron yelling at me over here like you're wrong. <laughs> Friction Revoker is no, the you, one that works. Pithing Needle. You, you yeah. can tell him. Pithing don't Needle does it. Yeah, you, you um, can tell him. Don't worry. Jamie's here to also tell you when you're wrong. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, I'll make sure to let him know that. Oh, good. Um, oh, good. Uh, so, what kind of sideboard cards do you hate to see? Like, say somebody's meta is a bunch of 12 posts and they keep losing. What sideboard cards should they be looking at? What, what do you hate to see your opponent having sided in? Um, the very rare stony silence kind of bites. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I don't see oh, that often, or just something that like like Hercules recall or something, something yeah. that like wipes out all my artifacts. Um, null rods really rough, it's crappy. <laughs> Sorry, I've got I've got wonderful Aaron sitting back here who's like can very obviously tell what I'm talking about, like chiming in to help me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just got back downstairs, so I he's have like a whole box full of these cards. I like, play against you all the like, time, honey. <laughs> he's like literally listening. Like you're missing things. You're dumb. Um, he's definitely the other half of my brain. So, um, but those are those are really the big ones that I really can't stand to see. I'm not a big fan of Council's Judgment, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, so, what do I so, hate to see? So pretty I much, hate to, I hate to cards, see cards that aren't useful for anything else. Yeah, 
Yeah, literally, though. I mean, I guess they don't. I mean, some of those don't totally stink against like um, Stoneblade decks or like any Stoneforge decks. I mean, yeah, people they play. Sh- people do play Null Rod for you know shut yeah shutting down like Death and Taxes and such too. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. And and things like Pitting Needle and Phyrexian Revoker are like pretty common to see in Legacy, especially like they deal with things like Show and Tell, which another deck I love to play against because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and show and tell in your Emrakul. I'll show and tell in mine. Guess who gets to attack first? Right, yeah. Hi, you. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. So okay. there's the deck's, the deck's pretty fun to play. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, uh, before we move on, I, I think... Um... We want to move on and do some some sample hands. We want to talk about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is a new TV show. You may have seen your favorite actor, Griff. He's been shown on Griff's Boon. He showed up in one random World War II episode of the TV show hit Disney's Gargoyles. But now he's coming to a television near you. ABC brings you Derpy Knows Best. You can come and see Derpy show off all of his skills at his local community college. (laughs) Hear his trademark slogan, Hey guys. <laughs> and watch him. Watch him struggle with all of his friends. He is the ugly derpling. Mm, yeah, is this about uh, a magic player? <laughs> no, no, it's about Derpy Swan. Derpy Swan's Great. the best magic card. Is mm. is Derpy Swan also a player himself? He's at a community yes. college and he doesn't have any friends. Oh. No, because magic players are the coolest people at community colleges and they have all the friends. Right. He right. wishes. Yeah. You can't play magic. You can't play magic if you only have hooves. Oh. Oh, now I'm sad for Derpy Swan. Now I'm sad for Derpy Swan, too. He, he wants to. He tries to hold them. I'm picturing trying to hold cards with hooves now. Oh, oh gosh. That, oh, we, if you are listening to this and like doing art, draw us pictures of this so that we can feel happier and sadder at the same, same time. time. Oh, God, if I wasn't so broke, I'd make a glass derby swan in the studio tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> I, I might get my sister to make a 3D printer model of derby swan. That'd be bomb. Do it. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. This might be my new like favorite thing. He can be my token <laughs> for everything. <laughs> Create a sapperling. Doop. Is, is that a yes? It's a derby swan. He's sapperling Do you have any too. With that? Sapperling. Don't, don't, don't judge him. Yeah. I've been working on making glass tokens. Super excited for that. That's actually really cool. Right? Do you do you, do you sell that? Is that just a thing you do for yourself? No, I just started glass blowing a few months ago and uh my Etsy store is hopefully gonna be up by next week. But I take custom oh, orders on my Twitter. So Ooh. I'm kinda wow. new so there is a limit to what I can make, but uh you can look at the photos on my Twitter. I'm actually pretty good. So, okay. Uh, okay. If anybody, if anybody wants some glass work done, send me a message. <laughs> cool, your girl. All right, all right. Well, uh, let's move on to the sample hands, Drew. I think you've got the the deck all up. I so do. give us a give us a seven, just in case somebody wasn't here for the last few. This is seven cards, ter- game one on the play. You don't know who you're playing against. Right. Let's see whether or not to Mulligan. Okay, and here we are... need a better name for this. There, there's this, this, yeah. I don't know. It should be sponsored by somebody or, or, or something, or I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make it our mulligan. That's what it should be. Make it our mulligan. Make it our mulligan. Okay, that'll be make it, it for today. Work mulligan. Make it our mulligan. That'll be it for today. All right. <laughs> so, all right, we have two ancient tombs, a glimmer post, a grim monolith, two copies of Ugin the spirit dragon, and a worm coil engine. Ooh. Okay. 
You probably know the actual answer, so I'm going to guess first because I don't. I'm going to say Mulligan. Hmm. Any right? guesses? Let me. Let me. Uh, I need do, to. I need to do math for a second here. So wait, Grim Monolith. One, two, oh, gosh, three, let me pull four, up Grim Monolith. Five, six, seven. I, I'm going to say keep because I think you can play a turn two Worm Coil Engine, and that's probably not the worst thing that ever happened. Let me. Are you guys done with your guesses? <laughs> uh, yeah. So wait, wait. That's one, two. <laughs> Matt, Matt, so Grim Monolith, for hard. those of you who don't remember our host, um, is a two-mana <laughs> no, artifact that taps for three, but costs four to untap. Yep. Right. So that's three. Math is hard. I, I'm, I'm still going to say Mulligan. Okay. I'm gonna so the answer, the answer is kind of 50-50. All right. um, well, there you go. It, this is a super... This is this is a <clears> hand <throat> that I, I... It was game one, and I didn't know who was playing against. I would probably keep because you're right. Well, I'm going to have to take six life to do it. I am going to have a turn two worm coil engine. And guess what's really good at getting your life total back? <laughs> right. One attack with that. And oh, look, I'm back at 20. Back at 20. And then yeah, you can yeah, tap so... your monolith and then you can play another land, hopefully. And then you can cast Ugin maybe on like the. Right, on, like, exactly. Turn four. So it's a turn two. It's a turn two worm coil turn three Ugin, which is why I keep it. It is a little ballsy. If you're sitting down against uh, burn, it might be a little bit tough. If they <laughs> you have a might really... just lose on the spot. Yes. Well, the thing is, <laughs> It, the thing is, if they have a really, really good hand, uh, like yeah. a really, really good hand, because, yeah, I'm going to knock myself down to 14, but by turn three, I'm going to be attacking you with a 6-6 six, six life linker, and burn That's has a so really bad. hard time dealing with worm coil. Yeah, they they really have to waste a lot that. of burn on it. Yeah. I gain a lot of life until they kill it. So yeah. um, that alone could win me the game. Also, right. again, is pretty good against burn, too. Sure. It's not it's not the best, but it's also not the worst. So I would probably keep this hand even though it's it's a little bit ballsy you're, you're dead against a combo deck but yeah 100 100 percent. your opponent but probably isn't playing combo i mean statistically they're just probably not playing combo right like 90 percent of decks will lose to a turn two warm coil engine right and unless they're playing white they don't have a ton of ways to deal with it like unless your swords to plow sharing it how are you getting rid of a warm coil engine i mean you could force it or something but then i, I think you're okay because yeah, I that's, mean that's going to be bad because they're not. Then that right, will is but in if their they're forcing that, then that means the next turn I'm still casting Ugin. Yeah, well, I think you. Oh, I think wait, you have turn four because you... you have to stop. Yeah, no. three to untap the monolith. Oh yeah, because I have to untap the. I have yeah. to untap the Grim Monolith. Yeah, true, but like when still turn four Ugin, like I'm still. It's not. That's not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Give us another hand. Yeah. And the next one. Oh, okay. So we have a city of traders and no other lands, two metal okay. workers, a pithing needle, a sundering titan, a trinosphere, and a bottled cloister. So did I? Um, oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Um, so the only mana sources that land and the metal workers? Yeah. But you can't cast the metal worker off of one city. I'm going to say you have to mulligan this. I'm not going to let really you guys argue over this. If you don't mulligan this hand, then you shouldn't play this deck. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, you, you're on the draw. Yeah. You, you can't. No, oh, sorry. You're on the play. A, right. That's a bad hand, especially if you don't know what you're playing against. Because even if you had a grim model in that hand, it could get down a turn one uh, metal worker. You could very easily get stuck on that. And then you're just going to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, if you don't if you don't give us an opportunity to argue, you're not going to be able to tell us how dumb we are. Well, some See, of these you, are going to. Some of them are just that easy, though. Yeah. yeah that you, one. I. I you I underestimate me. 
You underestimate me. Uh, I was I was not going to let you look that bad on your own show. All right. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. It means a lot to me. <laughs> okay. Anytime, friend. Next one. I, I did have to Google to see how much Metalworker cost because I forgot. So, yeah, I don't know yeah. much. All right. Next one. Two Ancient Tombs, two Metalworkers, a Chalice, a Lightning Greaves, and a Vesuva. Keep. Yeah. Right? Snack yeah. Keep. It's a ballsy hand, but turn one Chalice, turn two uh, Metalworker. Metalworker. And I mean, yeah, no, you're fine. You'll come up with something. I wouldn't even put the grieve. I wouldn't even put the greaves on it. Probably. Right. I wouldn't worry. I mean, I would wait. Cause so I turn one chalice to run. Right. And then they'd play a land. Right. So I'd have a chance to kind of figure out what they're on. If I'm yeah. worried about them being able to kill my metal worker still, I drop greaves. If I'm not, I play metal worker. Well, you've got two metal workers. So if they kill your first metal worker, you can just play another metal worker and they probably right. don't have two removal spells that aren't, countered by chalice you would be super surprised because like let's yeah. say they force the second one and then the second one they abrupt decay i mean it, okay it could happen like just you say you make that sound like it doesn't happen but that's legacy if i'm the other person i'm i mean i'm i'm forcing or abrupt decaying the chalice i'm not i mean you think that but some decks like there's a lot of bug decks that just probably i guess they maybe don't care they're gonna play tarmogoyf and yeah, that's right. right. Maybe you're right. Sometimes maybe you're right. they do, sometimes they don't, but it depends on their hand. And like they they might just be more worried about me going off. Yeah, they could be. So, um, I, you know, it, you're probably right. It's probably super unlikely that they're going to kill both metal workers, but I cannot pretend it hasn't happened to me more than one time. Like that's the thing about sure. legacy is you can never assume anything yeah. ever. All right. Do not assume that your opponent has nothing unless they literally have nothing. <laughs> well, all right. At the same time, you do have to some, sometimes you have to sort of play the numbers and not like play around stuff. That's extremely unlikely to happen. You know, hundred percent, but you, know. you also have to remember how you have to be in mud post more careful than other decks, because let's mm. say you're in miracles and you make a mistake. Well, good news. You have, a ton of dig and a ton of selection and right. mud posts that every time you lose a card you are not replacing it yeah right so you have to be a lot more careful and be a lot more picky the odds need to be in a higher level of your favor than when you're playing another deck like definitely you have to take risks like it's magic you always have to take risks but you have to be much more calculated with your risks than some other decks yeah like, like th this hand i mean you you're really hoping to draw into some kind of a threat, but you've got enough threats. Mm. It, it makes me a little nervous in a deck without a lot of card draw and card selection to keep a hand with no business card in it. But right. you got but a lot that's of what you chalice got, is. Yeah, chalice it, it, is business in its own way. I mean, right? right? Yeah, chalice is going to probably buy you at least a couple of turns. I mean, yeah, you're you could think of that as like stuff. draw four, just because it's going to buy you enough turns to draw a lot more <laughs> cards. Sure. Yeah, yeah. that'll right. work. All right, next okay. hand. Next uh, hand. Ancient tomb. Glimmer Post, Lightning Greaves, Pithing Needle, Worm Coil Engine, Mirror Battle Sphere, Sundering Titan. Say that again. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, Ancient Tomb, Glimmer Post, Greaves, Pithing Needle, Worm Coil Engine, Battle Sphere, Sundering Titan. I think you have to mulligan this, right? I'm pretty sure you mulligan this. Kate? Yeah, I might sit on the fence for a little while. If I knew what they were playing, this would be a different answer. But not knowing what they're playing, 
I mean, because Pithing Needle might be great, but on turn one on the play, I mean, you have no idea what to name, so you can't. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. This is Wasteland still? I blind name Wasteland on game (laughs) one, turn one, all the time. Okay. And it wins me games. All right. The great and but, honorable Elven Army appreciates your your sacrifice there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweetie, I'm playing a turn one chalice. I don't I don't care about the Elven Army. <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah, um, yeah. You don't need to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Fortress Fears. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd probably be mulliganing if if it's if it's turn one game one. I don't know what they're on. I'm mulliganing. Yeah. Okay. Next, Ancient Tomb, Cloud Post. Cavern of Souls, Grim Monolith, Lightning Greaves, Staff of Domination, Mirror Battlesphere. Um, keep, I think. Right? <sighs> I, mm, probably, I guess. It, it's not. It's not going to be explosive, and it doesn't have. Okay, it's not. It's not ridiculously explosive, and it does not have a good, you know, thwart your opponent hard kind of thing. But it's got a lot of the pieces, and they all do things on their own, at least. So you can move forward at some kind of a pace. I, I think you do rather than go down to six. Yeah, it's done with opinions. My turn. Yeah, your um, turn. Keep this, because okay. you're going to okay. go turn one Grim Monolith, right? Right. Then I'm probably going to play the Cloud Post, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to play the Lightning Greaves. Okay. And then I'm going to next turn play the Cavern. I'm going to name Mir. Which yep. are, I'm going to name Construct, I'm sorry, because Construct will hit both Mirror Battlesphere and I'll hit Metal Worker. Uh-huh, um, right. And then I'm going to cast Mirror Battlesphere and I can attack with it that turn. And Kate is much better at math than Jamie and I are because she got, she counted that that is indeed seven on the third turn. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's, um, that's it. And then you're doing 12 Drew, damage. You, you've got so. the cards in front of you, Drew. And, How are you and, not doing yes, that? You're right. No, I'm doing this in my head. I'm doing this in my head. Come on. I'm cheating a little bit. As you read them, I'm taking notes. I have like ATCP Cavern Grim Grieve Staff Mirror written down. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you're impressing us. Drew is. You're pooping the bed, Drew. You're pooping the bed. Yeah, it's all my fault. All right, as usual. (laughs) Okay. Next, next, next one. Uh, Cloud Post, Vesuva Vesuva, Metal Worker, Cavern of Souls, Sundering Titan. Kozilek. Wait, um, what was the second last one? I didn't hear it. Sundry yeah, just say say the whole thing okay. one more time. I all do right. apologize to all of our listeners who pay better attention than me. <laughs> somebody, somebody is pooping the bed here. I don't know who it is, but uh, all right, there's a probably post. my child. That's probably true, actually. Probably true. Probably yeah. true. She's adorable, though. All right, uh, cloud post, two Vesuvas, a cavern, a metal worker. A Sundering Titan and a Kozilek. Um, that is a lot of posts. That's a lot of posts and a, and a lot of business. Yeah, post. I feel like you if you have this. three posts in your hand, you have to keep. You have to keep it right. Yeah, I, that's, yeah you, you've got three posts and you've got some business. And Metalworker isn't going to be as strong here as, as in some hands, but he's still going to do work. And I mean. Heck, maybe he'll take their swords of plowshares, and then you just cloud post into your big things with, and they don't have any removal left. So you, you sound like a mud post pro now. <laughs> yeah, so keep because yes, right? Yeah, 
you got it. Yeah, no, you said everything I would say. That's 100% accurate. My concern um, about it's this is be... I feel like you're going to go turn one cloud post, pass. Turn two, Vesuva as a cloud post, pass again. Turn three, you can finally play spells. I am really, like, I, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not a But turn three, player. you have six mana. Turn three, and... you have potentially seven mana if you played the cavern, but that still doesn't actually cast anything in your hand except the metal worker. Right, but that's that's the deck, and I know it's a little nerve-wracking for other people, but you just yeah. got to learn the Zen. Okay. You got to learn the Zen. Okay. All right. That's I, well, fair. You, you, I, I, well, I take everything back to L's. Turn one is a 1-1, one, one, and then I'm just done. And turn two, eh, maybe two one ones, and then I'm just done. I understand the slow buildup. It, I mean, it's really right. good. Sometimes. I guess those guys aren't. It's, like, it's very much nothing, 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 nothing. Emical. Right. I guess that, that's true. In, <laughs> in, in elves, you feel like you, you're doing something because you're playing elves, but it's a legacy, and those elves don't really do anything. They only are important because right. of what you're going to do later. And this yes. is the setup turns in this is in this deck. All you're doing is playing posts. But that's fine yeah. because you're going to have just as much mana as the elves player on the third turn, just without an actual board presence. Yeah, the only thing that's tough about this hand is if they have a wasteland turn one. Yeah. But outside of that, you're fine. Um and like you guys said, you gotta take calculated risks. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Fair enough. Okay. Uh one more? Yeah, let's yeah. do one more. Okay. Cabin of Souls, two Vesuva, a Metal Worker, a Lightning Greaves, mm. a Trinosphere, and a Worm Coil engine. Uh gosh. Um this is kind of a mess. That's yeah, that's it's not good, but it's got metal worker and it's got trinosphere and it's got business. These are all good things. Um So if if I'm not mistaken, the rule in Vesuva, if you play this on turn one on the play, it comes into play as a land with no abilities tapped, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So you have to play, you can't play it on turn one on play. Yeah, I mean you can, right. but it's dumb. But it's yeah, unless you're so, Really sure your opponent's going to play like Herborg or something. Yeah. Um, so you're playing. You're playing your cavern turn one, and then you're playing Vesuva. Probably copying one of their lands just because. Um, you oh. be, be, no. No. no? Copy cavern. You can name uh, something new. It's a new cavern. Yeah. Well, you got a third cavern. I'm hoping that they're playing Soul Lands, and I can just have a, my own little. Yeah, that's I mean, not obviously happening. yes. If they do that, but that's probably not going to happen. That's that's so unlikely. So unlikely. I yeah. wouldn't count See, on. Seems like all the people I play against do. Gosh, all their turn oh, one show and tells. Yeah. I wish I was playing against Soul Lands for me to Vesuva, but no. Normally, if I end up Vesuving someone else's land, I'm like, I'll copy or drop. Now I'm <laughs> Yay. Also, <laughs> you have to remember we run Sundering Titan in this deck, so copying lands that, oh, right. are, that have basic land have types. Basic land types is yeah. super. Yeah, not necessarily the best idea. Yeah. I don't know. I. Oh, this feels terrible to me. I mean, I, I, I think I think you keep it still. I think you keep it. Uh, I don't know what I would do. This is one of those ones where I'm either going to keep it or pitch it back, but it's going to be very much in the moment. Yeah. Um, because I could go turn three, Greaves. Oh, God, that feels so bad. Turn, right. turn four, three, Greaves, turn four, Metal, metal worker. worker. No, I can't keep yeah. that. I won't. That I, I mean, would it, stare at it and go, I want to keep you because turn four, I can have, if I do my math right, no, turn four, I turn five, I have a worm coil and a trinosphere. Yeah, no, that's not. I'm, I mean, you're going to draw some more cards. You might draw some better lands. You might draw some more artifacts for the metal worker to 
to make more mana. Yeah, you might draw something better than Wormcoil to no cast. But card selection. That's like you can't think that way. No, right. You I have mean, what you yeah, have. <laughs> right. No, and it needs to be it'll be better than that, but that's really bad. And yeah, it's yeah. So you can't so, assume it's gonna be a so lot better. What is turn three Trinosphere like? Is that just like you should go home or No, turn three Trinosphere, like while it's like not as fun as turn one, against a lot of decks is still good because that means instead of going like Death Rate Shaman, Brainstorm, Ponder, they're going Brainstorm. Past turn. Yeah. And yeah. then they're past the turn. Right. And they're not casting their Force of Will because oh, they've already tapped out. Right. Because that was my thought here is that it, it's not good, but you just aim for the turn three Trinosphere and then yeah, but, like, you'll the probably have drawn like, a land. Right, if they've already put down a Delver and a Death Rite, like, they might actually just kill you before you Drew. do stuff. Drew. Drew, That's Drew, you, you can't name block. that card. Yeah, you can't name that card, Drew. You've you've cursed the whole episode. Are you sure we're recording? Yes. Are you recording on your side? Are you sure? Yes. Yes. What's the curse? Death right, Shaman. E- oh. e- running gag that's not actually funny. That every oh. episode that has that in it uh, has to get re-recorded at least once. And I think it's uh, only if it's a deck tech of a deck that contains Deathrite Shaman. We've referenced Death, or... Deathrite Shaman in like every single episode of the show because it's in like fifty percent of, of Legacy <laughs> decks. Yeah, it's the most played card in creature card in Legacy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Drew. Why I, do you have to tempt fate? I, because otherwise, otherwise, we'd have a legacy, otherwise we'd have a legacy show that doesn't ever say the name of like the fifth most played card in the format. We could rename it. Really weird. I don't think listeners, that gets the jinx. listeners, new new contest. Is that how jinxes Re- work? Yes, it, yes, because 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 listeners because, 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 because. send us your new names. Whoever picks out the best new name for Deathrite Shaman, uh, it will stick. I'm yeah. committed to it right now. Jamie's gonna t- Twitter it everywhere yeah. until it I'm, sticks. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make it happen. I will get every card uh, altered. Not every card I own, just all of them. I will become a graffiti <laughs> artist in other single... people's binders. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. It's it's a long term goal. Um yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh all right, great. Um, right. do, is there anything else 12 posts that we want to talk about? Uh, I think that's a pretty good primer for everybody. I agree. At least it's a good intro. And if people have more questions, I've got articles on my blog about it. And I'm pretty active on Twitter. So you can always find me for, you know, 12 posts and eyebrow tips. It's pretty good for both tips. those things. Nice. If, you've, if anyone who follows me on Twitter or Instagram will know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> Okay, great. Well, before we go, I do want to talk about, in case anybody doesn't know, uh, we're going to go to the Grand Prix. Yay! Yeah, we're going to the Grand Prix. Yes. We've we've actually never been to a Grand Prix or anything. Any significant large magic tournament, so yeah. Hey, hey, I've I've been to one Grand Prix trial and two PTQs. I'm kind of a big deal. Okay, I think I've been to a PTQ, but that's not a big deal. I dragged you one and you had me leave early. We were both. We were both like one and two or something out of a five round. I'm so sad for you right now. I I, I left. I left after my third loss, but I didn't want to because I could have 
still won nothing. No prizes. No, nothing. X and three is not a good place to be at a tiny tournament. Return to Ravnica sealed, which is like this is one of my least format, the favorite formats ever because of Pack Rat and I. I I think what really what happened is that yeah, I went one and one, which is all right, and then I like the next guy I played had Pack Rat and he drew it in both games, and I was just like, I'm done. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Well, anybody, uh, all you listeners out there, if you are able to come drive or fly in, you should come to the Grand Prix and come say hi to us. Yes. And we will, will not rage quit over any pack rats. <laughs> Almost. And if anybody not. wants to see me there, you can pay for my flight. I'll be sending love via Twitter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We are within something that could be generously described as driving distance. So. Yes. Well, I mean, Drew's driving because I'm. Talked him into it. Yeah. I have a higher than normal tolerance for driving because I have a fiance who lives like nine hours away from me and I drive. Oh, my God. So Dedication. Yeah. Well, I can barely get myself to drive to work. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, right. When I say this is driving distance, like, understand that I have an unusual definition of driving distance. You're not even thinking east and west of the Mississippi. You're like east and west of the Rocky Mountains. (laughs) Like, yeah, you know, it, it's this side of Nevada, so it's not that far. It's not, it's not the far, far side of Nevada. I wouldn't drive yeah. to Vegas, but like Carson City, I mean, uh, you know, yeah. Okay. I don't actually it know. Hurts just I, I don't even actually know which of those two things is closer. I'm just naming the only two cities in Nevada. I could Reno. I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna stop wow. naming cities in Nevada. I don't know where they I'm, are. I, I'm now replaying Oregon Trail in my head to think of where Carson City is because that's yeah. the only <laughs> way I've ever known. It's yeah. Oh, oh, I it's died. Okay. You, you'll die of dysentery. I died of confusion. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, we have. uh, If anybody's trying to reach you, uh, you mentioned your your show and everything. Do you want to give a little plug? Yeah. So uh, my Twitter is obnoxious and in French, but it's B E A U T E C O U L I S S E S. Um, You'll find me a lot on there. Uh, I also Instagram a lot. K Donnelly D O N N E L L Y two seven eight. If you want to write, read all the crap I write about. I write the Hope Eternal column for Hipsters of the Coast, which we currently have a Patreon going. So you could check that out. All that's all on my Twitter too. Um, those are probably the best places to find me. Uh, if you like custom glass jewelry, I'm about to start up an Etsy. So keep following me on Twitter and buy my stuff. <laughs> um, but that's me. Uh, I think everything. <laughs> Awesome. Everything. Well, you all know who we are. Jamie7Keller on Twitter and at LegacyWeapon.com. Right. MTG Drew Walton, also at LegacyWeapon.com. I figure we should plug that like once every five shows. Five shows. Every so ten people shows. don't forget. So we don't forget. I used to forget. That was a thing. I, that's not an exaggeration. But anyway, uh, let us close on out. And uh, do, do you want to close us out, Kate? Oh, God. No, don't put that so, pressure do, on me. <laughs> no? All right. Well, until next time, everybody, just remember... Metalworker is the best legacy weapon. Thanks. <laughs> no, but you know why I hate doing those? Because every time, because you know I've probably been on Leaving a Legacy and Girlfriend Bracket a few times. Yeah. Every yeah. single time we record the intro, I get up. Every <laughs> single time. I don't know how. This is the only podcast I feel like I haven't the intro up on well we we will need to have you back on now because apparently we are not in the upper echelons of podcasting yet where you you haven't arrived until kate donnelly has screwed up your intro